Good morning, everyone. You're listening to the news on Morning Mixtape. Today is Monday, September 25th, and I'm your host, Gabrielle Hilti, reporting for Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. Here are the top stories this morning. First, the Ontario legislature returns after the Ford government reverses course on the green belt and deals with resignations. In national news, Canadian workers for carmaker Ford vote in favor of an agreement with the largest wage increase in the union's history. Internationally, the Brazilian Supreme Court makes a historic ruling in favor of indigenous land rights. Then, Cindy joins with this week's edition of Canadian Connection, and after, the show rounds off with today's weather forecast. Let's look at the headlines. The Ontario legislature resumes sitting today after a tumultuous summer break. CBC News and others reported last week on Premier Ford backtracking his government's controversial plan to open protected land for development. Over the past months, Ontario's Auditor General and Integrity Commissioner both released damning reports on Ford's process to open the Greenbelt. The reports included details on how the government's plan would enrich certain developers with direct access to the Housing Minister's Chief of Staff. Auditor General Bonnie Lysick also found removing protected land was not necessary to meet the government's own housing targets. The decision to reverse track follows almost a year of public pressure as details continue to emerge. Opposition politicians say the policy reversal is a first step, with many questions still unanswered. NDP leader Marit Stiles says that the information on what developers and the Premier knew ahead of the announcement to open the Greenbelt is still unclear. Stiles and other opposition politicians will push the Ford government for answers on affordable housing and health care, along with the fallout from the Greenbelt saga. The scandal has led to five resignations, including the Premier's housing minister, Steve Clark, and his chief of staff, Ryan Amato. Ford also lost prominent cabinet minister Khalid Rashid after news reports highlighted contradicting accounts of a trip to Las Vegas and contact with the developer. Labor Minister Monty McNaughton also announced his resignation for an opportunity in the private sector, which came just a day after Ford's reversal on the Greenbelt policy. He says the move is, quote, completely unrelated to the Greenbelt. In national news, the union representing workers at Canada's Ford auto plants says its workers have voted to accept a new deal. Global News reports that Unifor described the agreement as the single largest negotiated wage increase in Canadian auto worker history. Unifor and Ford came to a tentative agreement last Tuesday, narrowly avoiding a strike. The union says that the three-year deal addresses all key priorities, including wages, pensions, job security, and the transition to electric vehicles. It also includes the first cost-of-living adjustment since 2008. Workers will have a 10% wage increase effective today and further increases in the second and third years of the deal. The agreement means that Unifor can now focus on bargaining with the other big automakers General Motors and Stellantis. Workers for the three car manufacturers in the United States continue to be on strike. The strike of more than 18,000 workers expanded this weekend to almost 40 General Motors and Stellantis locations across the U.S. The union representing American car workers, UAW, says no deal has been reached, but progress is being made with Ford. U.S. President Joe Biden 
will join striking workers on the picket lines on Tuesday. According to news outlets including Politico and politicians in the U.S., the move is one of the most significant displays of union support by a sitting president. In international news, the Supreme Court in Brazil rules in favor of indigenous land rights in what advocates call a historic win. Reported by The Guardian, the Brazilian Supreme Court has blocked efforts to dramatically strip back indigenous land rights. Activists are calling the ruling a historic victory for Brazil's original inhabitants. Nine of the 11 justices on the court voted against the case brought by the Santa Catarina state and backed by the agricultural sector. The state argued that indigenous communities could not claim land they did not physically occupy on or after Brazil's constitution went into effect in 1988. Indigenous people celebrated the Thursday ruling in front of the Supreme Court headquarters in the capital, Brasilia. Scenes of celebration spread across the Amazon region, which is home to more than one million of Brazil's indigenous citizens. ABC reports that many dance in traditional yellow feather headdresses, with others wiping away tears of joy. The ruling will act as a precedent for all instances of justice with indigenous groups in the future. Executive Coordinator Dinamam Tusha for the Rights Group Articulation of Indigenous Peoples of Brazil was at the scene in Brasilia. He said that indigenous peoples had won the battle, but not the war. Quote, We will continue to fight for indigenous territories to be demarcated so that the rights of indigenous peoples are safeguarded and protected. Moving from the headlines to our daily segment, here's Cindy with the latest edition of Canadian Connection. Good morning, listeners. I'm Cindy, and each week I'll reintroduce you to nostalgic Canadian media you may feel connected to or tell you how Canadian entertainment is connected globally. I'll cover it all. Books, TV, music, anything. Welcome to the Canadian Connection. Now, I'm very excited because fall is my favorite season. I love the not-too-hot, not-too-cold temperature. Like, the type of weather where you can wear long sleeves or short sleeves but always be comfortable. And, as we are entering the fall season, Halloween will start sneaking up on us. I'd like to recommend a slightly creepy TV show that would be especially enjoyable to watch in the season we're in right now. In 2021, you may have heard of the TV series Yellow Jackets splash into the scene to praising reviews and critical acclaim. The show kind of came out of nowhere, it wasn't similar to anything being released during the time. It's a thriller mystery, with elements of drama and horror. The fact that it features an ensemble cast with relatively unknown actresses, besides Christina Ritchie, adds to its charm. But I don't want to spoil too much of it, so here's the rundown. Yellow Jackets' story starts in 1996. A talented girls' high school soccer team named the Yellow Jackets in New Jersey had just won a spot in their national tournament. The team, along with their coaches, board a flight across the country to Seattle to compete in their first game. But because of a storm, the plane reroutes to fly over Canada. Unfortunately, the plane ends up crashing into the Canadian wilderness, leaving the survivors of the team to fend for themselves. The girls have all held secrets from one another, with rising tensions from interpersonal relationships combined with the struggles of girls growing up, and now they're in the wilderness with no resources? How will the girls fend for themselves completely alone? Who's going to survive? What relationships succeed and which ones fall through? Well, the show actually flashes back between the 1996 past and the 2021 present, where we see where some of the cast has ended up in their lives. But the story is nowhere near over. The show has so many twists and turns and is just a huge, difficult puzzle waiting to be solved. 
but the story is nowhere near over. The show has so many twists and turns and is just a huge difficult puzzle waiting to be solved. Yellow Jackets premiered on American Network Showtime and is currently their second most streamed TV series behind Dexter New Blood. It's currently ran for two seasons and was greenlit for a third in December of 2022, but because of the writer's strike, who's to say when season three will pick up production? Thanks for listening. From at Radio 1280 AM, I'm Cindy Zogu. Thank you, Cindy, for another informative segment. Looking at today's weather, the sky is mainly sunny with some brief periods of clouds. Temperatures reaching up to 22 degrees with a light wind in the morning. Switching over to sports update, the Blue Jays continue to be in a close race for the second wild card. After a win on Sunday against the Tampa Bay Rays, the Blue Jays are two games ahead of the Houston Astros and two and a half above the Seattle Mariners in the wild card standings. The Jays now have their final week of the regular season. They play at home against the New York Yankees starting Monday and the Tampa Bay Rays again starting on Friday. That's everything for today. Thanks for listening to Morning Mixtape News with the day's top headlines and stories packed in a short format. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Met Radio News to stay posted on the latest news content. For Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto, I'm your host, Gabrielle Hilti. We'll be back tomorrow morning.